0: This is a podcast developed by the medical students of UCD. It is intended to be used as a resource for medical students in their obstetrics and gynecology rotation, simulating doctor-patient interactions. Please note that this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult your doctor if you have any concerns about your health or pregnancy. My name is Jeff And in this episode, we will be reviewing antenatal history taking for preeclampsia. You are a medical student who has taken a history and you have been asked to present to a senior doctor. Okay, Jeff, whenever you're ready, you can present the history. I would like to present the case of Mrs. Sarah Fox, a 41-year-old accountant from Dundrum. Mrs Fox is 32 weeks gestation in her first pregnancy and she came into hospital today after being referred by her GP because she has hypertension with a blood pressure of 156 over 101. In terms of her past medical and surgical history, Mrs Fox has had asthma since her childhood. Her asthma is well controlled. She uses her salbutamol inhaler approximately once a week for relief of symptoms. She uses a combination inhaler of inhaled corticosteroids and long-acting beta-2 agonist every day for prevention. She has had no exacerbations or admissions in the last two years. The main trigger for her asthma is dust. Mrs Fox had her appendix removed as a teenager. There were no complications with the surgery or the general anesthetic. With regard to medications, these include, ICS-LABA combination inhaler once daily, salbutamol inhaler as required, labetalol 100 milligrams twice daily. Mrs. Fox has no known drug allergies. In terms of family history, Mrs. Fox's mother had preeclampsia in all of her pregnancies. Her mother also has hypertension, which was diagnosed at age 48. Moving on to social history, Mrs Fox lives in a house in Dundrum with her husband, Mr Mark Fox, who is very supportive of her. Mr Fox works full-time as a journalist. Mrs Fox has six months of maternity leave and Mr Fox has arranged to have six weeks off when the baby is born. The couple also have some friends and family living nearby who will help them when the baby is born. Mrs Fox is a lifelong non-smoker and drinks 4-6 to units at the weekends outside of pregnancy. In terms of gynaecological history, Mrs Fox reached Menarche at age 12. She has a regular 30-day cycle with an average of 5 days of bleeding and she describes them as normal in volume. Mrs Fox has used both condoms and the combined oral contraceptive pill in the past, for contraception and she stopped using contraception approximately 5 months prior to becoming pregnant. She had her last cervical smear 2 years ago which was normal and she has never had an abnormal smear. Mrs Fox has no past obstetric history of note, she is primiparous. In terms of the current pregnancy, this was a planned pregnancy. She was taking preconceptual folic acid at 400 microgram dose for 5 months before pregnancy. Her last menstrual period was 18th of June last year. Mrs Fox found out she was pregnant after taking a home pregnancy test after missing her period. She attended her GP at approximately 7 weeks who confirmed her pregnancy and she was given an estimated delivery date based on Nagel's rule of the 25th of March this year. Mrs Fox attended her booking visit at 12 weeks and she has had booking bloods, she is rhesus positive, serology negative and rubella immune. Mrs Fox had a dating ultrasound scan which showed a single viable intrauterine pregnancy and confirmed her estimated delivery date of the 25th of March. Mrs. Fox had no complications during the first trimester of pregnancy. At 19 weeks, Mrs. Fox experienced quickening. At 23 weeks, Mrs. Fox had an anatomy scan which showed no malformations and no soft markers. She has been attending both the hospital and the GP for her her antenatal care. For the history of presenting complaint, Mrs. Fox attended her antenatal appointment with the GP this morning Following increased swelling in her ankles for a number of days. Her blood pressure was measured at 156 over 101 and she was referred into the hospital with queried preeclampsia. On admission to the hospital, her blood pressure was still high and she was started on antihypertensives. She was put on a CTG and had an abdominal ultrasound scan, which confirmed that there were no complications with the fetus and she reported feeling fetal movements also. She had a urine dipstick taken, which showed significant proteinuria and she was diagnosed with preeclampsia. The plan is for her to stay in the hospital for monitoring. She has no other symptoms and her systems review is normal. In summary, this is Mrs. Sarah Fox, a 41 year old accountant from Dundrum. Mrs. Fox is 32 weeks gestation in her first pregnancy and she came into hospital today after being referred by her GP because she has hypertension with a blood pressure of 156 over 101 and was diagnosed with preeclampsia. Thanks for that, Jeff. I just have a few questions for you now. You mentioned that this patient had an appendectomy. What is the relevance of this surgical history? Any abdominal surgery can increase the risk of abdominal organ trauma during a lower segment cesarean section. There is a risk that this patient might have some adhesions from previous abdominal surgery which might make a cesarean section more difficult. And what examination do you think would be most appropriate in this case? I would check the patient's vital signs. I would measure this patient's blood pressure. I would check for proteinuria using a urine dipstick. I would check for any signs of right upper quadrant pain or epigastric pain on abdominal examination to see if she has any signs of HELP syndrome, a complication of preeclampsia. I would perform a full antenatal examination. A cardiotocograph would be suitable to assess fetal well-being, and I would also consider an obstetric abdominal ultrasound to further assess fetal well-being, including the fetal growth and biophysical profile. Thanks, Jeff. That's the end of my questions. This podcast was written by Katrina Clear and Jeff Kerwin, and was voiced by Jeff Kerwin, Katrina Clear, and Quiva Hartnett. Links to the written notes and sources used in the podcast are included in the description. We would like to thank Professor Mary Higgins for her help and expertise in creating this podcast thank you for listening we hope that you found it useful and you will join us again soon